Hey, life is a series of peaks and valleys, ups and downs, and sometimes we may find ourselves trapped in unfavorable circumstances for longer than we'd like. A few examples are unemployment, a serious health illness, financial stress, the list goes on. Can you identify with these thoughts and feelings? Yeah, me too. In challenging times, it's imperative to foster courage. Let's explore some strategies to help us keep moving forward during those challenging times. Come on. Hello, and welcome to The Worthy Believer Show, where we choose to run after our courage and defeat self-limiting barriers with faith, resilience, and biblical truth. Hey, I'm Delma Monica, a Christ follower, wife, mom, and former six-figure corporate leader turned entrepreneur and now podcaster. I firmly believe that following God's guidance leads to authentic freedom and our fullest potential. If you're ready to embrace fear, get comfortable with being uncomfortable, and make being brave a habit, let's do it because our God is guiding us every step of the way. Come on, let's dive straight into it. Hey, everyone. So we're going to go ahead and just jump right into how we're going to foster the courage to act big when you are in the trenches. So topic number one, engage in self-talk. Talking to yourself might seem odd and not something you practice daily, but it can be something beneficial and powerful for you. When you engage in self-talk, you talk to that part of yourself that's trying to tell you something that isn't ideal. You can go past that irrationality of said topic and find clarity. You can remind yourself of your gifts and your strengths and your beliefs and your goals. And you can also challenge any negative thoughts that come your way and replace them with positive ones. You know, so by doing so, you can build your resilience that is needed Build how you're going to move forward and push through in a more optimistic point of view. Topic number two, focus on what you can control. So when facing challenges in life or at work, it's easy to feel overwhelmed and helpless. However, focusing on what you can control will help you maintain a determined attitude. You're more gritty when it's needed, and it can also help you calm your fears. Okay, guys, here's a small tip. Accept what you can't control. That's life. We always will come across things that we don't like and that we can't control, right? But what do we do when we come across that? We will always have something that comes our way. And what we do in those circumstances, it matters. We can get stuck and we can get mad and we can focus on the issue at hand and our mind can trail that way into something that's going to spiral and take us to a place that isn't ideal. Or we can redirect our thoughts and energy towards what we can influence and what we can control. So we have a choice to make and the decision could be not to be a victim and not to feel overwhelmed. And then that is what is going to help you regain a sense of control in the situation. If you're at work and you're working on this huge project and it's just gloomy and, and overwhelming to you, break that down into something smaller. Yes, it's a challenge that you have in front of you, but if you get Get it and you tackle it with something to where it's going to be small baby steps, that's going to be something more manageable for you, depending on the situation. And you can tackle those steps one 
at a time. When you're doing that and you're actually thinking methodically, you're, you're just taking a step back, you're looking at what you can do and how you can impact and have influence on this. You're building momentum, you're building a stepping stone, and you're also able to focus on what you can resolve versus the current challenging being so overwhelming and you will have a positive outcome. Tip number three, tap into your inner value and your unique capability. So when you're in the trenches, it's easy to forget your worth, it's easy to forget your potential, it's easy to forget biblical truth. However, when we catch ourselves there, let's tap into the truth. Let's tap into what our identity says and who Christ says that we are and affirm that and, and affirm our inner value and our unique capabilities to find the balance that you need. Visualize on the end result that you're trying to reach and how you or the cause you're fighting for will be better or different because of your participation in it. So don't be afraid to step out and map out your network and your support system of people and maybe even groups that can help you attain that goal. So remember, you're not alone. Identify your strengths, seek support, and you can build your courage, confidence, and resilience. Step number four, expect greatness even in times of fear. Fear is a natural part of the process. It can hold you back, but it doesn't have to hold you back. By standing firm in his word and who he says you are and what your potential is and what your capabilities are, you can overcome self-doubt and also fear when you're in the trenches. So recognize that you have the power to choose your attitudes. You have the power to choose your actions, even in difficult circumstances. So choose to reframe the fear that you have, whatever challenge it is, choose to reframe whatever's in front of you and have it as an opportunity for growth. So if you're looking at it as an opportunity for growth. How can I approach this? What can I do? Well, how can I grow from this? You're going to build your courage and your resilience, and you're also going to build a new skill set. Step number five, reflect on past moments of bravery. When you look back and you consider times that you've been brave and you've considered times when you've been courageous or something that you did that stepped out of your comfort zone, you're going to draw inspiration from those experiences. Reflect on what you did, reflect on how you felt and what you learned. Focus on how similar people have overcome challenges in their lives and how they have achieved difficult things in their life and what you're having to do to muster the courage to do it. So by doing so, you're also going to be building your confidence and you're also going to be resilient along the way. Step number six, seek support from others. Find courage in the trenches when life isn't fun. It can be a lonely journey but you don't have to do it alone. Surround yourself with a supportive network. Surround yourself with people who will encourage you and will pray for you and help you through tough times. If you're going through something, you know, traumatic or you're going through something that is past hurts or traumatic events or stress or trying to forgive yourself on something or forgiving others, whatever happens in life, life happens, right? Don't be afraid to, to seek professional help if you need it. We all have something that we are overcoming. Uh, the Gen Z generation, they're the first generation to really go out there and seek professional counseling and not look at it as something that is frowned upon or something that isn't going to be a tool for them. They're actually using this and they're facing their fears to overcome it. So I only see this as a tool that is going to be able to help us overcome future challenges and the next following generations will also be seeking uh, mental health and professional help as well as needed. So at the end of the day, we all have something we're either going through, we have overcome or we're about to go through. And so as we're seeking support, don't be afraid to reach out for professional help because you're building resilience along the way. You're overcoming challenges effectively. Last 
last but not least, ground yourself in biblical truth. I'm going to read a biblical scripture here for you. It's Jeremiah 12 verses 5 through 6. If racing against mere men makes you tired, how will you race against the horses? If you stumble and fall on open ground, what will you do in the thicket near the Jordan? Even your brothers, members of your own family, have turned against you. They plot and raise complaints against you. Do not trust them, no matter how pleasant they speak. And that's Jeremiah 12, 5 through 6 NLT. So in, in this passage, Jeremiah's life was a challenge. During this particular part, what was happening happening at that particular moment in his life, basically he was faced with evil. Evil was all around Jeremiah. He grew up in his hometown. The people in his hometown who he knew, they were all plotting to kill him. They were nice to his face, but when he turned his back, they were plotting to kill him. They hated him because he was standing in his faith. He was standing in truth and he was calling them out on their false idols and their religion and everything else that they were doing that was evil. And everybody at that time had turned away from God and he was speaking truth, trying to avoid them and trying to help them so they would not be under the wrath of God, right? And God was telling him at that time, like, they're getting ready to get punished. So Jeremiah prayed to God. And even though he was devoted to God and he asked for help, God's response wasn't something he wanted to hear. God's response was firm. And God's response basically told him, like, if you think this is hard, just wait till I start giving judgment against these people. And so God's answer to our prayers at times may not be what we want to hear. It may not be in the time that we want. It may be no for right now. And it basically, it means that even when times get tough and our prayers are for relief, they're going to go unanswered sometimes because God is doing something in that season. And we may not understand it and we may not see it at that particular moment. And we may not know what it is at that particular moment. But our job during the trying season is to remain committed and to remain faithful to God because he will never leave us or forsake us. And we need to keep our thoughts captive and in alignment with God. It's very easy for us to get into worry and focus on what's not going right in our life. And it certainly can go down this path and down a trail that's not going to bring us life. And that is so easy. What's not so easy to do sometimes is focus on what is going to bring us life and running to his word and worshiping him when we're in our feelings and anger and disappointment, etc. So remember, courage is something that is organic. Courage is something that you foster and it's something that grows over time. So by implementing these strategies, you can find courage when you're facing challenges in life, but you can face them head on and you can face them with tools that God has given you and God's strength. So you will lean on his strength. So in closing, I pray that this has blessed you and has helped you. And now we have come to the end of our content for today. I'm curious to know what's one thing you plan on implementing in your life. Share your thoughts with me via my Facebook page, Delma Monica SEC, or my Instagram page, which is tied to that page as well. You can also visit worthybeliever.com to learn a little bit about me and my services. Don't forget, please go back to the Facebook page. Please comment on how you intend to be more courageous and do share this episode with anybody that you think that will benefit from it. It was great having you. I'm excited to hear from you. Thank you so much for your time. May God bless you. Now go out there and chase your courage and strive to be the best version of yourself. Thanks and God bless. If you found this podcast helpful, make sure to leave a good review. Thank you.